listening to the Girls Get Off podcast, an R18 podcast on all things female pleasure. Think girl talk, but real girl talk, where we chat all things masty, self-loving, sex, orgasms and more. Nothing is off limits, which means you get all the secrets, even our guests BFFs don't know. We're on a mission to make talking about getting off as fun as actually doing it. Ready to join the Mastination? Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Girls Get Off podcast. Um, we have a treat for you today. <laughs> One of our funniest podcasts yet, I think. Uh, we have Shaf, including us, inclu- joining us. In- uh, I think, to be honest, I I was speechless most of this episode. I- <laughs> it was so funny. How do you describe it, Viv? Well, I, f- to start with, I actually just wasn't sure. I wasn't sure what to expect. Like I thought, okay, cool, we're going to talk to this um, interesting guy who's obviously got a really large following. He's had some huge press around his work, especially on Vice. I think they've got like 40 million views um, on a video of his that they that he did with them um and so I thought okay well yeah we'll go on and talk about some yoni mapping and stuff but he talks about so much more than that and also um it was really interesting because I haven't heard of someone like offering these kind of experiences as a service before so not only does he do like yoni mapping um but he also does these kind of retreats with women um his journey of how he got into it is like so funny <laughs> and he's got such a dry sense of humor as well um, and so real, right? Like, you know that you're getting the real shaft when you're talking to him. <laughs> There's nothing. <laughs> it is so great. And he talks about his, yeah, so as much as he talks about what he does for his clients, he also shares with us um, about his personal experiences and, you know, his own journey, which I think is obviously really important um, and has kind of shaped where he is today. Um, but, yeah, and he is so funny. Like, we were just laughing so much. He's so funny and he called me out a couple of times. And <laughs> he's very honest. <laughs> he is so honest. Um, so I hope you enjoy this episode. I've got a little bio here which sort of um, talks about what Shaft does and who he is. So Shaft is a speaker, coach, somatic trauma release therapist, transformational entertainer and viral content creator. It's his mission to find world peace through intimacy. So there's no more blaming and shaming between men and women, but transparent communication, authenticity, shared vulnerability and co-creation he quote um and i quote him we can cure all addiction with human connection we can overcome depression and anxiety by becoming present and heal loneliness by finding the one ourselves he's supported countless men and women to overcome sexual trauma and connect back to themselves he creates safe spaces for people to connect with themselves and others through rituals retreats and workshops all over the world his work has reached over 40 million people working with the bbc vice times magazine the guardian and many more he also consults major brands such as Samsung, Mercedes and Disney in creating content. Welcome to the podcast, Shaf. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Um, where are you currently, actually? I'm currently giving back-to-back yoni massages at Ibiza Tantra Festival. Oh my gosh, amazing. Where? Yeah, 7.30am. The sun's just coming up. And uh, just squeezing this in before a long day of uh, supporting women reach uh, multi-orgasmic states. Oh my gosh. Love it. So excited (laughs) to chat to you today. And on that note, how on earth did you come to be a yoni massager, a sex therapist, a sex god? Do you call yourself a sex god or is that the the course? 
It's a course, but uh, that's they they call me Shiva here, you know, the divine masculine essence, <laughs> or a sacred sexual Jedi, or the international press calls me the Yoni Whisperer, yeah, or uh, a tantric sex god. That's what they say. That's what they say. Or a guru. That's a classic one. <laughs> I knew they had some kind of name for you, but how did you how did you come into this work? Good old fashioned trauma. Just you know, just hell, just hell on earth. <laughs> Mental breakdowns, and you know, just trying to find the answer and the meaning of life. And then I found salvation through the great universe, women's vaginas. <laughs> that is I'm not the answer I expected to get. I thought, like, oh yeah, always interested in that. Blah blah. blah. Can we dive a little bit deeper into that? Then give us yeah. an example. Yes, you can. I love can. how original yes, it is. <laughs> So, so for me, this is like really normal. Like I'm in such an isolated bubble called the world of Tantra that we, there's a lot of us going through the same stuff. So it's not like not normal. It's like normal. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I basically was um, a classic Bangladeshi um, from a Muslim family um, upbringing in in the UK, working at my dad's Indian restaurant from a very young age, uh, forced to be a doctor, lawyer, become doctor, lawyer, get married, get married. Uh, The classics, you know, my my dad does the call to prayer and um, my mum's just very, very pushy. But I do love my mum and I love my dad. And, um, well, they're great. They're fantastic. I love them. Um, a lot of the work we actually do in Tantra is mummy-daddy issues, which is completely related to women's vaginas. So we're going to come back to that later, but I've put Mark in that one. Um, so, yeah, I basically was um, a classic Brit, son of an immigrant, and um, worked my way out of the, the poverty background I was in for a lot of hard work and um, willpower. I was going to get married uh, at the age of 23. This is a quick, long story. Okay, I'm about to get married at 23. And then my best friend had sex with her. And um, the marriage never happened. And uh, it was a shit show. And then my traumas <laughs> began around relationships. I became jobless and homeless. And so it was just, uh, it's early morning, guys. Jobless and, <laughs> jobless and homeless and suicidal. I worked my way through it, became a graphic designer, music video director, and everything like that. Then at the age of 34, I had my actual breakdown breakdown um after being a successful art director and a graphic designer music video director and um went to burning man couldn't get drunk anymore my whole fabric of reality was built around drink drugs and alcohol and um connecting through getting shit faced because you know binge britain booze britain we just get shit faced whenever we just say hello to someone because we have no uh, inner self-love or confidence because we're stuck in our heads british politeness is a big thing um and then i had to deal with my emotions and all the things i uh, suppressed all those years and um i watched something on the internet after mystical many many sober mystical experiences when i was having sex i would see energies and see women turn into angels and weird things and uh, i asked the internet what's going on they said oh your shaman body's been activated your third eye's been activated i was like this i sound like i'm becoming a superhero and uh, I'm a geek. <laughs> and then eventually i started googling a bunch of stuff and uh, youtube and a bunch of stuff and one thing stuck out from one man, and he said, because I love love and relationships, and I couldn't get that anymore because I wasn't drunk anymore. 
Um, he said, "You'll find the things you love. You find you'll find the one doing the things you love doing." And my brain instantly said, "Vaginas." <laughs> <laughs> so and for some weird weird man. reason, <laughs> for some weird reason, whilst working in advertising as an art director, as a at a very high level, um, working on the biggest brands on the planet. I decided to become a world-leading expert on vaginas, leaving my six-figure salary behind, going on a beautiful mission around the world, a bit like Doctor Strange, the first movie, second movie shit. And um, and then I became a world-leading expert on vaginas, and the rest is digital history, because they did a whole film about it with Vice that reached 40 million people. And my whole story's documented uh, on social media, on YouTube and Instagram, <laughs> at Shafterdin, because it's such a weird thing I did. I thought, I, I want to chart the uh, the level of a mentally sick person turning into a fully enlightened guru and then going full circle and going mental again. <laughs> um, I'm not mental anymore. <laughs> That's the story, guys. That's the story. <laughs> That is the best breakdown comeback I've ever heard. Yes, fantastic. <laughs> all because, all because your fiance slept with your best friend, or your best friend slept with your fiance, or something. I don't know how it happened, but it happened. <laughs> then I caught her in bed with another guy. <laughs> disaster, disaster. Wow. Yeah, you believe in monogamy. You believe in monogamy. It's like it destroys you. That sort of stuff. Makes <laughs> you actually want to kill yourself. Okay. All right. So tell, talk me talk me through it then. Right. We've got to where you are now. You've just left your you've left your six figure job. You're like, oh everyone, catch you later. I'm off to learn about vaginas. And then obviously yep. this has kind of worked out for you. So tell us about what what did you do to start? You obviously started studying. You were seeing a few vaginas involved here and there. And then mm. now you're a Yoni Whisperer. Yeah, I mean I was rich. I had loads of money and time. So if you've got a problem, what do you do? Just throw money at it. (laughs) I also had a brain of a high-level advertising art director. So I see patterns and puzzles, and I piece it together and make something so vast and so big, which is women's psychology and biology, and then make it like quite digestible so the mass population could understand it so I used my advertising background uh, to collect all the data all around the world from all the top gurus and the top professionals in yoni dearming, sexual trauma, uh, psychosexual somatic therapies and all the things around women's wellness and I told millions of people about how to worship women so I just utilized my um, smart brain around advertising and instead of selling fear so women buy shit things they, they feel shit but a little bit better than their shit again um, I sold love <laughs> and self love oh and taught my women gosh how to, how to love themselves. themselves and so what does that look like today how, how like how does that work it, I'm, I'm nothing's changed for the last eight years I'm just I've got a method and that method's solid because it's ancient technology from tantra and it's um yoni de armoring so i basically have these sessions uh, that are two hours long and i get them to write this because all we are is a 
bag of bones and a bunch of stories, but a lot of women allow the stories to define them. So they feel that they're broken in some way or a loved one uh, in a very vulnerable space, such as sex, said something to them and it shut them down forever. And it's up to me to collect that data in a, in the form of a, a form that they fill in. I, I analyze the data and I see a common theme within her story. And then in the session, I basically help her relax her nervous system. And from there, I, I basically am Sherlock Holmes. I'm looking at her body language every time she mentions something. And it's always a pattern, the same thing being repeated over and over again. And I'm like, ha, that's that's the source. So let's say, here's an example. I have a very powerful, rich client. Um, she's petrified of being seen in public. She doesn't want to take up too much space or power, but she's very successful. But she's not functioning at the level that she could potentially be functioning in. So she spends three days with me um, in a one-to-one retreat. That's one of my specialities. And when she was young, her first sexual experience was with a very possessive boyfriend. And he used to be very physically abusive, violent, and near the end of the relationship, he actually tried to murder her. So he took her into a forest and he was about to pull the trigger after raping her several times, and then a child and a family come in and disturb them, and she's able to escape and run free. So her relationship to power is something that's very dominant and very overbearing and violent, so she's petrified of taking. So when I meet a woman, I can see their potential straight away. Like, I'm a, I activate the goddess within someone. So I could see their higher self, basically. I could see their potential. And I could see this very beautiful, powerful woman who's completely disowned her power. When it comes to sexuality, she doesn't bring the power she has in the boardroom into the bedroom. She's just passive and she doesn't like sex. So my job was to get her to understand and own her own sexual power. And the way I did that was to just try and reframe her understanding around power so I basically said you don't like taking right and she said no 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 and she told me the story and where her trauma around taking comes from so she is always passive she's never in charge in the bedroom so she doesn't have orgasms she doesn't know how to have orgasms she could do it by herself sometimes but she'd rather not touch herself because the whole thing's related to someone's about to kill her so it's a lot of psychology And in the end, I just get her to reframe the ideas of um, what it is to take from someone. So I say, what do you like about a man? And she says, I like their big, strong arms. And I said, what do you like to do when you see a pair of big, strong arms? And she said, I like to take them and wrap them around me. I was like, taking? So you take them and wrap around you? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, so you do like taking them? And she was like, I do. (laughs) And then, because I've got big, strong arms... (laughs) So I take her into a session and then I take, I say, okay, so we're not going to be fully naked. We're going to take items of clothing off and wherever 
there is no clothes we are going to take from each other for our own pleasure. So here's an 11-minute track. She's also a professional dancer, and I'm a dancer as well. So we've got something in common, so I could play with that level of connection and intimacy through dance. So it doesn't seem like a big sexual sex thing. So we put on an 11-minute track. I say, here's some coconut oil. And what you're going to do is you're going to take for your pleasure so it feels nice on your skin when you dance with me. So reframing it in a different way. And then we're going to this non-verbal, deep, uh, shamanic state, basically. And she's able to take. I'm able to feel the pressure on my skin and I know what the energy is behind it. She's actually starting to take for her pleasure. And I see this uh, goddess energy, this power inside of her starting to rise. And she's able to take me, pin me down, and then use me for her pleasure. So she's able to break it down little by little. And then she reclaims her power back. We spend three more days together doing the Yoni de-armoring, doing the Yoni mapping, doing the shamanic experiences and the initiation, and also talking about her purpose and how it's strongly linked to her sexuality. And a year later, she's a leading podcast lady in her country, and she's dating the highest level men um, in the field of impact and um, purpose, and she's a number one coach now in her country. So wow. that's just one, one example of how a woman's sexuality is deeply linked to her purpose, her passion, and how it affects every aspect of her life. Do you do you have girls like wanting to take it further? Like after that, do you have all these girls falling in love with you because they've all of a sudden got this like attention that they've probably been craving? No, because they're paying for a service. It's very clear on my website, sacredsexualawakening.com. They either pay for um, a four-stage package. The the de-armoring is very clear what they're going to get. They're going to get a trauma release session where I do trigger point release, a simple method inside of the yoni, relax the nervous system, make them cry, release a lot of the trauma, and then they actually have space it, in their yoni now. I know. It just so it's not painful so like... when they have sex. They're able um, to actually have multiple orgasms. Then the next session is yoni mapping, showing a woman hands in, um, like where is her G-spot, how big and how pleasurable it is just to have pleasure on the outside, finding the one o'clock p- position on the clitoris. So when you stroke that for 15 minutes, you can reach multi-orgasmic states. You are not broken women. Men just don't know how to touch you and you don't know how to touch yourself because no one's educated you about your yoni, finding the internal <laughs> extension of the clitoris, uh, which is the G-spot discovered by a man because women couldn't find it herself. I mean, seriously, what's going on in the world? And, uh, and then activating the, her... <laughs> activate it because science needs to tell you exactly what's going on fuck that um and then then finding the a spot and this is where the amrita comes from using the anubis you could stimulate that which is a tantric move that i made up what is anubis and every what woman, is anubis the anubis is, is i'm gonna come to that Ooh. in a minute okay. and that's oh, where you can make any am- woman squirt <laughs> oh they say 98 percent of women can squirt um one of the top leading experts actually says it's a hundred percent um and activating a woman's cervix so when you become multi-orgasmic uh in the cervix you have a higher percentage chance to have orgasmic births yes that is an option 
and activating the Kundalini area which is the tailbone from the inside where the sexual energy is stored so if you have lower back pain sometimes it stores sexual energy and I go inside there and release it through the trigger point release so it's basically just showing a woman around her own anatomy and it, I work with a lot of women who have anorgasmia and that's the inability to have an orgasm and I always say if you could breathe you could have an orgasm <laughs> And this is how to do it. There you go. You had an orgasm. Bish, bash, bosh. We're just going to refrain your um, understanding of what an orgasm is. Okay. And take us back to the... So Shaft had his hands up, like if you were going to do like a punk rocking um, symbol with your fingers, but you the kind of Anubis. had no thumb. The Anubis. Yeah. So it was like the punk rock like without the, the thumb. God, right? Oh, it looks yeah. like a cat. I'm just yeah, imagining yeah, doing like shadow puppets on the walls like <laughs> <laughs> okay the anubis the, the instant sex god squirt move that pe- people pay thousands of pounds for i'm gonna give it to your audience because okay. i like your faces for free we, okay so here can, we go can we can we get a photo yeah <laughs> perfect <is> thank you <laughs> okay so the Inub- anubis so now, you've got to imagine I'm at the side of a woman's body. Her breasts are facing up, um, so she's not on her back. Oh, she's lying on her back. Okay, so her legs are on my right side. Her face is on her left side. I'm right-handed, so I do the Anubis with my right hand. So after a long process of awakening, awakening her body... I would um, do a whole process, there's a process, 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 and the last thing I do is this, and this is how I do it. So, I, after consent and everything, we, we, she knows she's coming in for the Yoni map in the second session, so she knows what it, she's getting, there's no surprises here, it's very, very clear on my website. So, the Anubis. So, I press down on the pubic uh, bone just before it. So, I stretch the skin with my left hand. So, this uh, stretches the outer labias and creates a little bit of um, tightness around the clitoris. So, the clitoris is poking out a little bit. So, I have easier access. Now, the right hand, the palm is actually going to be stroking the um, clitoris. The two fingers that are like the ears of the Anubis are going to be stroking the outer labias and the inner labias. This, the inner uh, part of the finger that's connected to my knuckles is going to be connecting and stimulating the G-spot. Um, the second section of my fingers, there's three sections that you can see uh, that are, have lines on it. The second sections of my fingers, the middle part, is going to be stimulating the A spot. And the, the, the inner knuckles of my finger, the second bit, is going to be stimulating the, the A spot. And then the tips of my fingers are going to be stimulating the cervix so it's a full stimulation from the internal and the external and the outer labias 
Now, I start off with the whirlwind maneuver, so I'm stimulating Ooh. all parts of her inside. So I'm feeling and stroking with a lot of coconut oil the external uh, pleasure points of her, her yoni, which is the sacred space in Sanskrit, uh, which is a vulva, the outside. And then inside, this is also getting activated now. So there's full activation on the outside the clitoris i could feel it because i could feel everything on the inside of my palm i could feel the, the squishy the squishy uh, i'm like doing it in my mind yeah good good can you feel it can you feel it um then i'm stimulating the spongy section of the internal extension of the clitoris which is a g-spot with this part of my my fingers and it's a full stimulation and i could feel the cervix and usually by this time, because we're so connected, we actually start hallucinating. So sober, through just the relaxed nervous system, there's no like, oh my God, I've got to reach an orgasm, something's going on. It's like we've, we've known each other for four hours now from the first session to the second session. I know all of their traumas and I know exactly what they're like in their body. So they can just chill out with me. And then from there, without any pressure, we could go on, a, on an insane adventure. And when the mind starts to relax, all this information starts to come down. Like you start to see colors, everything, everything starts to get heightened. Uh, you don't have short, shallow breaths. You start to breathe like more so you can feel more. And that's all we're trying to get uh, these beautiful, courageous women to do is just to feel more without pressure. So in that state of relaxation and a, and a heart that's fully wide open and a yoni that's fully connected to her heart, she feels safe enough to start to feel more. And from there... Oh my gosh, I thought we lost you for a second. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, not now. <laughs> so yeah, that's the, that's the Anubis. And uh, like I say, 98% of women can squirt. There's certain moves you do. So you do the, the whirlwind and then you start to... Uh, move up and down then you start to hear the sound <laughs> and then that you know you're on the right track and then she releases pints and pints of fluid that dries quicker than water so it's not urine it doesn't smell a piss it's something very very different because after an hour like you put one bed and you put let's say you've got three beds and you have three women one of them pisses herself, one of them spills water on her whole bed, a pint of water, and the other one squirts. I could guarantee the one that squirted, all that fluid would be gone in an hour. It just evaporates. It's special. Science doesn't even know what it is. It's so the, the, the Japanese emperors used to drink it. They had special breads where, beds where they would... Um, uh, make women squirt and drink it. The elixir of life is known in Sanskrit as uh, Amrita, the nectar of life, and we drink it to stay young. I'm wow. 172. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so we've got Yoni dearmoring. We've just had the Yoni mapping and the, the Anubis. 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 It looks That's, like the Egyptian I, I god. I can't multitask, and I'm just like. Well, I don't think you're multitasking. Yeah. I think you're just lying there, Joe. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to. Are you, are you giving if, or if receiving I... when you're multitasking? No, I. No. I just mean I can't multitask. 
No, I don't have a partner though, so we're just gonna have to. Oh yeah, can you do this for yourself or not? I think I feel like I mean, you could try. I I do two at a time, so I do a double yoni massage, (laughs) a simultaneous yoni massage. There's a whole science behind it around mirror neurons and everything and joint uh, orgasmic states where women, because of mirror neurons, whatever I'm feeling, they're feeling, and whatever they're feeling, they're feeling, um, they end up having simultaneous orgasms and everything because I'm guiding it as well. Is there anything you can't do, Shaft? <laughs> um, I, luckily, I get really pushed by a lot of uh, people that book me to take them to the next level because you know women are just hungry for more pleasure so like once they're open women's fires take a long time to start but when they burn it burns forever whereas men's fires we just start explodes and then we ejaculate and that's the end catch you later good night guys and this is why i teach how men to become instant sex gods like myself I don't want to even. I don't even want to go there yet. That's the second part of this. I want to know what happens on day three of the retreat because we're only up to day two. What happens on the third day? So, so what I was just talking about was the four stage package. So that's that that happens over like uh, a week or something like that. It's like four separate okay. sessions. So the dearmoring releasing trauma all the pain's gone all the numbness a lot of people come to me with i don't feel anything down there then i go did you feel that and they're like oh my god i felt everything (laughs) and i'm like it's because no man has touched you like that do you know what conscious touches no people just tweak my tits grab my vagina put their fingers inside me a couple of seconds and then put their dick inside of me i'm like yeah that's not conscious touch so I basically one. do things, men, that they just never do. I take my time. When I make love, like, I, I block out two hours of my day uh, in, in my own personal life uh, to work and play and um, explore my partner or partners. My speciality is recents. So um, <laughs> I basically am very present with every woman I'm with. Like, what's the biggest gift you could give a woman? Your undivided attention and your presence. And I've mastered that. That's why I do multiple women at the same time. Like, you know, you just monopolize on something that you're good at. How far can you push presence is what I say. How much can you meditate when you're surrounded by super hot women um, <laughs> who want to feel all the orgasms? So it's, uh, it's great. So, so, yes, I basically listen to women. My job is so fucking easy. Guys, if there's any husbands listening, your job is so easy. You just got to listen to them. Ask them what they like. Less pressure, more pressure. Softer, harder strokes. Like, faster strokes. Like, you know, they're the ones with the vaginas, not you. Women, you're going to have to understand your biology and your body and you need to relay the data back to men because we're so basic. You just have to tell us in yes, no answers or questions. Like, we're logical guys. We're not going to be able to understand your non-verbal cues. I mean, I could read energies and I do that, but men in normal society, they're just going to go for it and do what they like. And what they like is what their body likes, which is men love their penises touched. And this is why we touch women's vaginas straight away. 
turns out women's energy center isn't there it's in their hearts their breasts is what we need to activate their body is what we need to activate when we open up their hearts their legs open tantric science says if you open up a, a man's lingam our conscious cocks our shaft of light that's a literal translation of my name is shaft you can't make this stuff up you open up his conscious cock his lingam and you raise up his energy to the heart then his heart will open to you so there's a whole science behind it that's ancient ancient technology that we use and like science is actually catching up with all of this stuff now wow okay that is that is just a whole other level to what I feel like other guests have gone into it. That's um, amazing. And you mentioned the Sex God workshop that you have. And so tell us about, I mean, you kind of already said how it came about, but touch on what are the kind of things that people can expect in terms of outcomes if they come on the mm. Sex God course? I, I think every um, girl that's going to be listening to this is signing their husband up. <laughs> <Yeah>. Christmas <laughs> <Yeah>. is coming. <laughs> Christmas is coming. We start opening the, the throne room in December for one month. So, you know, get them to sign up is a hundred percent record. So I mentioned the four stage package, de-armoring, yoni mapping, understanding a woman's vagina and her body, analyzing data. Then from there, the third session is the Shakti Surrender, where they surrender to an awakened divine masculine. And by the fourth session, I teach women about their body so they can relay the data back to men so they can make any man tantric. So that's that four stage package. The free day thing is the deeper stuff, which is so deep. And each woman is completely individual. So we're going to have to put a footnote to that. Uh, but after doing all of that for eight years, women have said, Shaft, you need to teach men. So what I teach men is for I, I'm actually teaching women's work on male bodies. Like in my community, all women are multi-orgasmic. All women are squirting because it's a method. And... Everyone's got the same buttons, but they're a little bit rusty. It's people like me who has to like make them feel safe, press the right buttons, and then they squirt, orgasm, and it, then, then they realize, oh, it wasn't that tough. It's just a lifetime of social conditioning. So what I teach men is actually to understand their own energy system. So let's say I've got, um, so all men want to be an instant sex god. They, all men want to fuck open their wives to God. Uh, and their girlfriends, they think they are uh, a god in bed. No one's ever complained before. Three and a half minutes in bed is a very efficient time for them to reach orgasms. Boom, done. They're good. Catch you later. Good night. So that's the end of that. Men, men are good. They, there's nothing wrong with them. Um, women, why haven't you caught up with us? Why, are, why aren't you orgasming? It doesn't matter. I've just jizzed. Good night. I'm off to bed. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the shit you got. Yeah, that's the shit you have to deal with. So it's really sad that it's like that. And then women actually think that there's something wrong with them, and that's when they come to me because the doctors can't help them or anything like that. So I teach men how to slow things down. So if three and a half minutes is your um, average sex time, which is the average sex time for men, it's actually quicker for the men I've been working with. Then I uh, guarantee them they could 10x their sex time with me in just one month. So men have a lot of sexual trauma. The reason why they're prematurely ejaculating, erect, 
and have erectile dysfunction is a lot of trauma inside of them and no one's actually listening to why they're like that. I'll have to go into a quick story. So one client, <laughs> he ejaculates in 30 seconds. He's... Um, the reason why he ejaculates in 30 seconds is because when he was little, he was caught watching porn by his mum. The humiliation and the guilt and the shame that he faced made him never want to get caught uh, masturbating ever again. So he became really, really good at ejaculating in 30 seconds. So he's trained his animal body to do something over and over again so he could get to that point of ejaculation super quick. He doesn't know this, by the way. I'm just listening to stories and he doesn't, he can't put um, these things together. He then has a, a marriage, has two children and the marriage falls apart because his he can't last longer than 30 seconds because he's trained his body for 40 odd years to do the same thing over and over again. Woman's dissatisfied, marriage breaks down, he seeks me because Viagra isn't working, normal talking therapy isn't working, nothing's working, and then he Googles me, and he finds me, and I find out, f- f- find out what his story is, because it's all stories, and it's that point when he was caught by his mum watching porn. I'm like, great, now I know what the, now I know the core reason. So all I gotta do now is change his habits from masturbating, for 30 seconds, ejaculating and calming his brain down, talking to his inner child, that's what I gotta do, I gotta get his inner child to not be scared of being caught and feeling humiliation ever again, so I'm getting him to reparent himself, it's like a whole process guys, it's a whole process, his life is falling apart because of his premature ejaculation. So we go through this whole process and now he's able to last in bed for three hours. Because I got him to do some simple things because I knew his individual story, I knew his individual pain and I flipped it around because it's not just about fucking. It's not just about reaching orgasms or ejaculations. It's about someone's sanity. There's so much shit we don't know about about ourselves and our bodies and normal talking therapy just doesn't cut it anymore so this is why conventional therapies like i'm providing is changing people's lives instantly so when people come to my course we find out the root causes of all of this stuff conventional stuff isn't working for these people and you know i'm like they're the last resort because they see a weird guy doing what i do but they find it quite entertaining and then they go down the rabbit hole and then they see the vast amount of stuff I've done and the success I've had. And then they go, okay, there might be something to this. And then there is. Then their lives have changed. So three things, tips for your um, audience. If you're a husband or a partner listening or uh, you're a woman and you're about to have sex with someone, three things, top three things. Number one, slow things down. If you just slow things down, you're gonna double your time. If you're lasting for three minutes and you slow down that six minutes, you've gained double your time already. <laughs> so slow things down. If you think you're going fast, slow it down even more. Number one tip. Number two tip is breathe. Instead of doing short, shallow breaths like we do and tense up, what we want to do is to breathe um, deeper and into your belly so instead of going 
boom, done. <laughs> what we want to do is like go. <sighs> and take it slow, breathe more to feel more. And then the final thing is uh, sound. Men don't even make any sound when they have sex. Mouse. <laughs> so we want you to actually breathe, move, and movement as well. Instead of like going bum 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 bum, men move like this, stiff. Women move like this, wavy. This is um, I'm a dancer and I and I dance. Women, if you're left to your own devices and a man stays still, you will gyrate. You will move your hips like a in a figure of eight in a more rotating thing. Men, as we like to go hard and fast, we go bum, 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 porn hard style. Jackhammer. So the bodies, uh, ja- the jackhammer. So your bodies aren't even communicating to each other. Women, you are not stepping up. And this is what I teach women. And this is why, I, again, I have a success, 100% success rate with women. You just got to tell dudes what to do, not in a shitty way. Not by saying, that don't feel right. Uh, that's shit, don't do that. And then the little the, the little boy inside of a man will shut down and he'll say this, and I can guarantee you 77,000 women who's listening to your Instagram or whatever will say exact. I've, I've, I've heard this one comment. So you say to a man, uh, don't do that, do this. A woman says that. And the man says, what do you mean? No one's ever complained before. And that's what they say. And a woman has to reply to that by saying, I'm not like all the other women. I'm different. How about you do it like this? That's all you need to do. We're logical dudes. Our logical mind kicks in and goes, hang on, she's not like all the women, all the other women. No one's ever complained before, though, like, you know, ever. Because no one's ever stepped up and actually said anything. So all you got to do, and here's the key words, women, is... It's a bullshit sandwich, or as we used to say in advertising, a gratitude sandwich. <laughs> it's like, wow, that's really amazing. But how about you touch me like this? And let's say they're touching your boobs and squishing them, and they're like doing that, and it's like, oh, wow, that's amazing. But how about you do it like this? And and then you don't say it because they're not going to listen. Um, you do it to them. <laughs> so you grab their tits and go, you do it like this. Oh, and they somatically okay. feel it on their body. Remember? <laughs> Blokes are smart, logical guys. They feel it on their body, and then they go, and they go. Now, now we play it back on my breast. Now he's got a better understanding. It's a somatic imprint, so he'll do it better rather than say, "Don't do it like that." Don't do it like that. no, 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 no. And he's like talking at him, and he's getting feeling more and more shit. His erection's gone. He's like trying to get out of there. It's like going, "Who's next? Like who can I ring now?" Because uh, she's not like all the other women. She's just complaining. So what we got to do is actually just like talk to his little boy, talk to his logical mind, because oh then God. he'll just figure it out. It's, it's really basic, men and women. Like, I figured out women. It's the hardest things you could ever figure out, women. I figured it out because I'm just listening to them. And women just want to have fun and they love dancing. I love dancing and having fun. Bring it all together with sexuality, boom, you've got something amazing. It's called the Instant Sex God Academy. <laughs> I, love it. Session with Shaq. I love how I love your it. tone changes with that with that line. <laughs> um, so yeah, Viv's Viv's 
um, heading on a hot date in a couple of weeks. And between this and our Better BJ's live last night, um, I can't wait to hear the feedback, Viv. <laughs> so, Viv, let me give you a little instant sex god tool. So, this is what I teach Perfect. my men. So, I basically get them to uh, chill out a bit more, less pressure, because there's a lot of pressure to give you women an orgasm as well. By the way, there's a lot of pressure for us to do that. Um, so, you know, dance to get... Depends what type of guy he is. Women love dancing. Do guys like no, dancing? No, don't advise me. No. Oh, I don't know if I should be dancing. <laughs> okay, right. Okay, just su- suck his cock, get him hard, and then ride it. I don't know. We might not be having sex oh if I'm God. dancing. Oh, Viv and I are the most uncoordinated two people you've ever met in your life. Yeah. And this He'll is why running. you interview experts. Okay, so... so Give me option you know, two. Give me option two. <laughs> okay. Let, let, so what I do, I create a container. So, you know, let's say I always ask men women six questions because i need to relax my nervous system around the, these random women and women off the internet all these fans i don't know who these people are but i only sleep with my friends anyway so you know i always ask six questions so what is your intention for this beautiful evening uh, together what is your do you have any fears about the sexual experience at all um do you have any desires what do you like uh, do you have any boundaries do you want to you know like actually be naked like what do you actually want like you know Boundaries is really important. A lot of people say, oh, I don't have any boundaries. And then I always have to describe what boundaries actually are. It's like, you know, let's say someone who's a virgin and is super vanilla meets someone who's into hardcore BDSM and they come together and someone says, what's your boundaries? And the person who's vanilla says, I don't have any boundaries. Someone's going to have a bit of a, an issue walking away from that going, I think something bad happened. Whereas the other person would be like, wow, that was amazing. So we're, ha- we're having an imbalance. Um, talking about sexual health is super, super important. You know, when was the last time you got tested? Um, these are the questions I asked. When was the last time you got tested? Have you ever had anything? Have you had unprotected sex since your last test? And then, you know, what will this uh, beautiful experience mean to you? So these are six questions I ask. And within those six questions, you go deeper than normal people who date for three months. Boom. That's one tip. You know, it's a good date question as well. Right. I don't know if I could. I, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could on like a first date. Yeah, it's called changing your habits. And you've, been changed, <laughs> you've never done it. You've never done it. It's weird as fuck. Because you're not gonna do it. Like it's it's like what, the, what the, does he even know what the word intention means? Oh, no, not ba- like not the boundaries one. <laughs> I just mean like like asking about um, STIs and stuff. Is, wow, have, so you rather have? So I'm trained to deal with vaginas all day every day so my conditioning is health and safety first highest priority is for me to have a relaxed nervous system with with someone and no it's it's like all things it takes a little bit of practice and as we're in a tantric community where sexuality isn't suppressed 
there's not a lot of STIs in these uh, sex positive spaces because we're talking about it. There's no fear, guilt and shame around it. There's no assumptions. And we actually do like Sherlock Holmes things like, um, I don't use your condom. Okay, who did you have sex with last? Is he a regular partner? Is he not? You know, all these things that you need to ask someone else you're just going to just not know. And isn't it better to know and have a relaxed nervous system than be in uncertainty and your nervous system is like, oh, God, I shouldn't have gone in. Oh, maybe I should have asked something. Oh, I was just too polite. <laughs> now I have to go to the fucking STI clinic and, like, get a morning after pill because I just couldn't <laughs> be so normal in my community and just ask a simple question. Yeah, very true, very true. I think I... Of course am... it's fucking true. I'm dealing with, <laughs> with women all day, every day. It's like, guys, step up. I feel, I feel, I would have no issue, and in fact, I'm pretty clear around, you know, like the sexual health checks or wearing protection and things like that. But the um, the it's the intention. It's the first date quiz. What's your intention here? Mm. You know, I reckon that would throw me. It's it's weird. Um, I like I said, I only in my personal life outside of work, um, I only actually sleep with my friends. So um, I'm usually good, uh, but I also have a mantra, which is which is um, only sleep with strong, inspiring. I sleep with women, so only str- sleep with strong, inspiring women that enrich my life. So for your audience, how about you have this as a, a baseline for all interactions? I only sleep with strong, inspiring men that enrich my life. Ooh. Tell me that before How I go out drinking that? next time, Viv. <laughs> exactly, <I'm>... yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about like that being your I am show. statement? How about that being your I am statement rather than I keep on attracting emotionally unavailable men? <laughs> That's a good one. I just That's a real good one. Hook up when I'm drunk yeah. I'm at that stage of your trauma. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, so I do all of this stuff so but like I am no longer an alcoholic a drug addict or anything I'm not addicted to anything I overcame it in one year and eight months I overcame my depression and suicidal tendencies in lightning speed because of this work sexual trauma is the trauma it affects your mental health and your physical health I know so many women have put on weight because they literally can't say no to the attention that they get from men. So they'd rather pile on the pounds so they make themselves look ugly. And they subconsciously know that they're doing that, but they actually don't know why they're doing it. And it takes someone like my, myself to work with them to figure out why they can't do it. Because they simply can't say no to the attention that they're having. So, so yeah, life is a computer game. It's a simulation. And all you got to do is just work with yes and no boundaries and consent i love it 10 out of 10 yeah okay shaft where can people a is shaft your real name or is that your instagram name very very common in bangladesh yeah shaft uh, udin is like like no it's a a good name i I used to be a break dancer so i was like b-boy shaft 
and then I was a unicorn and unicorns have like horns with a shaft and then I became a tantric sex guru and the word lingam which is your conscious cock um is translated to the shaft of light did you know if there's any men listening um your penis is actually a healing tool it's a pillar of light and you can actually heal women with your penis no one's taught you that that's why when women sometimes they cry during sex and people think they've done something wrong no you've just hit a certain point in their vagina the issues are in the tissues where your healing penis (laughs) has allowed them to let go of a bit of trauma that they've taken on because they couldn't say no in some way or another or say yes wow there you go there's so much shit i know guys it's like get me on again (laughs) Get I me know. again. You're <laughs> I know. Me. We'll, we'll do shaft take two. Yeah, we'll do shaft take two. Last yeah, question great. for you, shaft. Where Second can people shaft. find you? Yes, I predominantly live on Instagram. So shaft din. Uh, my <laughs> YouTube is just. Ex- give your address. <laughs> <laughs> Come find me in a bit. No, I'm not going to do so. <laughs> um, Sorry, you're going to so have to yeah, do that again. <laughs> um. I live on Instagram, that's where I share all my stuff, so Shaft Udin there. Um, YouTube is where I have all my vlogs and all my tutorials around massage, uh, because my my life is just outrageous, I just documented everything, so if you want to see what my life is like. If you want deeper content, get me on OnlyFans, The Shaft Show. And if you oh. want to book a session, oh yes, the Shaft and OnlyFans. Um, I do like yoni massages and like lingam, like lingam massages. I got, I got a bunch of videos on there. And if you actually want to book a session, find me on sacredsexualawakening.com. I'm going to be in the Far East somewhere. So if you're close to places like, you know, Bali, Copangyang or anywhere like that, you could actually come and actually have a a one-to-one session or a three-day retreat with me. And men, mm. if there's any men listening or any partners that want their men to be a bit more sensitive around their energy, uh, become multi-orgasmic, last longer in bed so you could have more pleasure, send your men to my Instant Sex God training, which is starting in December. And you can get all of that on Instagram or sacredsexualawakening.com. So that's me. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time, Shaft. I hope you have a wonderful day of yoni massages wherever you are. Are you in Ibiza, did you say? I'm in Ibiza. The sun's coming up. It's 8 in the morning and about to do a big show in front of everybody here. (laughs) (laughs) I love that for you. Thank you so much again. Very appreciative of your time. This has been very insightful and we'll have to get you back for Shaft show number two sometime. I loved it. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure, a joy, best way to start the day. I really, really enjoyed it. Sending you lots of loves and orgasms to all of your audience members. And uh, I want to leave you with one mantra. Repeat after me. I love my life. I love my life. I love my body. I love my body. I love myself. I love myself. That's what I learned after spending... 30 grand on my training and eight years down the rabbit hole of Tantra. Those three things. Say that every day and then you'll we'll actually love your life, love your body and love yourself. Love it. Love it. Thank you, Shaft. <laughs> Have a beautiful day. 
Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Girls Get Off podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Girls Get Off. You can join our Facebook group, Girls Get Off Uncensored. I think we've got more than 20,000 members in there at the moment. And if you'd like to leave us a rating, a review, that always helps us get higher in the charts. And every week we'll pick the most creative review to win a Missy Mini. Thanks for listening.